On this week's episode of Toy for Today, I'm being interviewed by Chad Caton from I'm Fired Up, which is aired on Red Voice Media. We're going to be talking about the sheriffs in Illinois who are expressing their constitutional power and nullifying bad state law. Welcome to 2A for Today. They say I'm part of a global plan. I don't think so. It's too hot, it's too cold. You know what? The weather changes. Here's the news, Dad. Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. Ditch the fake news and always get the truth. Go to thenewamerican.com. And the next person that I'm bringing on is a great, great, great longtime friend of I'm Fired Up. And he does it just like I do. He does the media, but the minute that his show's over, he shuts off his equipment, he puts his politic and boots on, and he goes out there and fights as an advocate. He was also the, uh, he also was, uh, running against Henry McMaster with uh, uh, Bob Musselwhite as lieutenant governor. And he also is the host of 2A for Today. I, I can't remember the, the network, but we'll get him on here. New America. <laughs> we'll do New America. And he is also a great friend, and he's a huge voice here in South Carolina. And I don't know a better way to do it than to run cut three. <laughs> or he's there. Either way. <laughs> so, let yeah. me run cut three so people get an idea of what you're about, dog. Okay. So, in 244 years, if you calculate all the casualties of every single war, including Iraq, that the U.S. has been in, it's like 1.4 million deaths. A little bit more than that. So, Roe versus Wade happens in 1973. Less than 50 years ago, I want to say it's like 47 years, I haven't had enough coffee, maybe my math is a little bit off by one or two years, but in less than 50 years, more than 63 million abortions have happened in the United States alone. That's more than 98% of casualties for American lives taken. So, them over there, look at them, right? If, if, that sign says protect kids not guns the other one says how is this pro-life you're talking about 98 percent more death abortion is better at taking lives than war what what are we doing what are you they're all female that hold them and i bet you they've all had abortions so what are you arguing about what are you even saying? That's powerful stuff, Zoe. You are a monster in, in making sure that our Second Amendment rights maintain themselves and that we are given the tools to go out and fight. Um, 2A for today on New America, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, New American, that's right. New America. Welcome to I'm Fired Up on Red Voice Media. I know this is, a, I think it's the first time I've interviewed you on Red Voice. Yeah. But uh, welcome to my new network, man. These guys are no joke, and we get to do some good stuff. I, did you hear the interview I just had with the state representative there? Yeah, I, I listened. 
You wrote a dissertation. Um, I, I just gave it a cool name. It was just a post on Facebook, but it was a dissertation. <laughs> um, and I took a quote out of it that I thought was extremely cathartic and well, well, well written and something for people to think about um, in, in regards to the argument that that uh, are how our Second Amendment is looked at. And it said, we find the major media launding this form of nullification when it advances causes that they support. Colorado nullifying federal gun drug laws, California's nullifying federal immigration laws. Do the media equally narrate their contempt for Colorado or California nullification? Did they uniformly decrease cities, states, and municipalities not cooperating with ICE as extreme? I live in, in my favorite part of, of showing people the, the stupidity of, of, of liberal policy is, in fact, it's hypocrisy. And here we have Illinois, a governor, uh, P. Diddy, up there in Chicago. <clears throat> He's out there saying we're just going to ban uh, assault rifles. We're going to set uh, the manufacturing of we're, uh, large capacity magazines. Um, they're, they're uninformed and, and they're using it as a platform to, to come after our rights. And that nullification aspect, when these sheriffs are saying, I'm not going to enforce that because I find it unconstitutional, would that not be a, a, a geographical uh, county-driven nullification? Yeah, I mean, obviously, they are elected by the people to do a very specific thing. I mean, obviously, we, we all live in America, right? We have an American form of republic, right? We got founders that they, they breathed out a philosophy then they created a structure in order to support what they believed was our, you know, the way that we should live as free people, liberty people, right? And one of the things they said specifically was that it's that men create governments to secure their rights. That's the first role of government. That's their primary role, right? And so if they're elected by these people in order to do this primary job, I don't care what other, other jobs you do if you're an elected. I mean, that's great that you can plug potholes you know, and, and whatever it is that you do in your county or your, or your district. However, your first role, we institute government. We, you have been given consent to govern us for the purpose of, it's in the Declaration of Independence, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, okay? <laughs> and those rights are not given by government. The right, our rights don't come from law, they come from nature. They come from a creator. Right. So you don't get to determine if it's our right or not. You, your job is to protect it. And if people are violating other people, then you need to go take them and, and tie them up and and, you know, put them in jail because they are trespassing our rights. And that's why we got you in place to protect and secure our ability to have life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, First Amendment, Second Amendment. I mean, even the Ninth Amendment goes as far as saying, you know, there are some rights that are not elucidated in this in this document. Some some things that are in this document. Or some things that are not in this document are going to be rights that are protected because they come from their creator. We didn't write down every right that you could possibly have. So it's the job of sheriffs as a constitutional officer, not a statutory officer, constitutional officer who is elected by people. Their first job is to protect the rights of those people. And if those people support that sheriff, then you know what? If they take, if they take it to court, that's great. I mean, I would rather have the sheriff who I'm paying who has more resources than I do going to court for me than me having to go pay, you know, $100,000 to a lawyer to go to court for me when I've already hired you to protect my rights. So you, you go to court 
because you know it's unconstitutional. <laughs> I, you know, I never thought of it like that. But damn it, if that's not a good a <laughs> good way to argue, I, I, it is. So, Zoe, you've been in the Second Amendment game, and um, we showed. Uh, you know, that, that, that clip, you were at the Houston NRA uh, event and you actually went out and, and talked to the pr protesters. And that, that particular yeah. guy was not a protester, of course, but you, you brought about a uh, dialogue with those protesters to some of them were like, well, what's the middle ground here? And, and I didn't want to show, I wanted to be able to talk to you and not show the entire clip, but please go to 2A for today on uh, YouTube. Check it out. There's a bunch of great videos. He's even interviewed me a couple times in different places. Um, there's, well, can I, can I can I say go to Rumble because YouTube might get oh, rid of us any day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. That's just that's where okay. I pulled the clip. <laughs> but yeah. but that you go out there, you like you travel, you actually go out there and 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 are and are trying to bring about this understanding, and you do it in a really good way. I've been to a couple of protests too, and it doesn't go near as well. <laughs> the last two ones I went to, I mean, yes, I I'm always there. I try to use the same thing. Look, I'm here for dialogue because you and I, this is something that you and I agree on. No matter how bad the Uniparty is, no matter how bad the democrats republicans are if we stop communicating and get vitriolic to the point of of war if you will yeah. then we've already lost the idea of ever coming back to some semblance of governance again under the law we both agree on that yes yeah absolutely i just do it differently because once somebody steps on me then i go for the throat you you have a much longer uh way of waiting for that to happen and you're 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 that's why you ran for lieutenant governor you're, you're a phenomenal person and can talk to a large group of people but where we are in this country and you know i look at the tone deafness of 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 a of a governor uh out of illinois that lives breeds does all of his stuff in chicago and his whole concept of this gun ban is based on it's supposed to, you heard the congressman in the last uh, segment saying that what these sheriffs are doing are going to cause more mass shootings. How does that make any sense whatsoever? I, you know, I don't understand how, you know, criminalizing people who already have the things who are not mass murdering people with them is going to increase mass murdering. It's not like they made it more available. <laughs> it's, it's not like they actually increased the availability. Like they, they didn't give a tax credit so we can give uh, AR-15s to, to folks in the ghetto of Chicago, okay? It, the, nothing has changed between today and yesterday except for you signed a bill and criminalized citizens of the state, you know? So <laughs> it's kind of stupid. And they, and they just say these things. It's just red meat. For, to them, you know, the ends justify the means. So their end goal is X. And so therefore, whatever it takes to get there. And so for them, even hypocrisy, we, we highlight hypocrisy because we're just people. We're honest brokers. We want to talk with honest brokers. We're looking to try to find people in the middle to help them see, listen, it's not about that. This is what it's about. However, for them, for the people that are doing this, like Pritzker, uh, hypocrisy strategy. They don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Hypocrisy for them is their strategy. And, and because they have the parrot media who will go out there and, and carry their water, and they know that repetition is the key to knowledge. They understand they have this guardian class of media people that are going to try to protect this interest that is driving America off the cliff. I mean, they really think it's the state of Chicago, not, not Illinois. Right. So that's how they want to operate. Yes. Uh, uh, Representative Davis Meyer was on um, <clears throat> from. And for those of you who don't know, Jacksonville is about 
four hours, I think, from from Chicago, right there next to Springfield, in the in the heartland of of Illinois, where you know people are real and you know the, the salty the earth, you know, and and that that's always been the problem in Illinois, and I've heard it from my family members and and people in Illinois politics. It is the state of Chicago because of the amount of people that are there and the and what they're finding. And he was telling me in the in the uh, pre-interview, you know, the problem we're having is people can't afford to live in Chicago anymore. So they're starting to come south. They're bringing their their ideological politics with them. We have that same problem here in South Carolina. They're coming from New York. They're coming from Boston. They're coming from Massachusetts. The baby boomers have finally made enough money, sold their house for a grip of money. And and they move down here where their their uh, the tax on living and their their their, their home tax and is way 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 lower. Awesome. You know, you get a house here for nine thousand dollars is your is your yearly tax. Up there, it could be twenty thousand. Yeah. And so they're coming down here, but and they they left that that financial strain because of their government. And they come here and they're still driving around in a Prius uh, with LBGTQR and OP and 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 furry stickers on the back of their Prius, trying to tell us that you know this you, you guys are stupid, even though that the taxes are out of control and we need more of this, we need more of that because it's what they're used to living to. Is this the big generational shift right now? Is because we just heard it's in Illinois, it's here in and and I believe and we here in South Carolina. Let's just uh, talk about the elephant in the room: the petulant child, Drew McKissick, and the SCGOP and the establishment uniparty GOP, the lowest rated conservative supermajority in the United States of America. This is the this is the generational shift. And John, Donald Trump, I just think, put a little rock star or, or cocaine in it and made us all show up a little bit faster. Um, but that's where we're at. So would you agree that we are in this generational shift and apparently this is the last ditch effort of the summer of love and the baby boomers to grab these guns one more time? Absolutely. I mean, look at look at the we've ramped up. OK, since 2000 and what, 10, right? Obama, he comes in the office. And everybody's really concerned because obviously he has an agenda and obviously you having a gun is not on that agenda. And so his, his work is going to be to put policies in. They're going to criminalize, uh, you know, people who believe that they have the right to keep in their arms. And it just amplifies there. Anybody who is in office as Democrat continues this echo and it gets larger and larger. So what you find is that for 200 years, there was only like one state. Okay, that was constitutional carry. It was Vermont, right? Because the Green Mountain Boys, they're not going to let you. The Green Mountain Boys, you're not taking my guns. You can come take them. You can get the bullets first, right? right. So they had constitutional carry from the get. It's in their constitution, 1793, right? 200 years later, 2003, I think Alaska is the next one. And then next thing you know, it's like uh, just a, I mean, it's like we're rolling downhill now from 2010, 2011. We got 25 states now that have some form of constitutional carry some kind of some of them are modified some of them you have to you can have you can open carry without permit or some of them you can conceal carry without permit but then you have to get a permit for the other you know it's kind of weird i don't know what the the, the the logic is they were just trying to satisfy someone i think but the idea still is that 25 of our half of the country now okay has said you know what if you are a law-abiding citizen if you're not somebody who cannot by law right now uh carry a weapon because you've broken the law then you don't need to get a permit. So the generational shift, we're not, I mean, we're not even going back to the founding. We're actually living out the reality. I think our founders are just looking at reality and they were like, how can we make sure that we don't let tyrants 
but their experiments subvert reality and put in stupid i mean look at that look at our schools they put in these stupid behavioral interventions and and whatever nonsense multi-tier blah 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 and i mean a six-year-old went to school and shot a teacher i mean kids are getting beat up left and right and they don't they don't suspend them anymore they're giving them money as long as you keep them in the school all these experiments our founders they saw reality and they said the reality is moral and religious people this is a constitution for them. People who are moral or religious. They don't have to, you don't have to believe in God to be moral, right? right. But if you're, our constitution is, will govern a moral and religious people. Anything out of that, they, they won't want to be governed by this. They, they cannot be governed by this, so you need to put them in jail, okay? <laughs> These, this constitution is made to protect moral and religious people and their rights. Anybody that violates other people, they, well, they lose some of their rights. Well, you have a, a president... <clears throat> You know, because it was KJP, uh, Cream Jar Pierre. Um, she she came out the other day, and I mean, I actually starting to feel sorry for her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> got a lot of work. She's, got, she's got a hard job. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It is rough. Um, I'm surprised she doesn't call Huckabee often and be like, "How do I do this?" <laughs> Kaylee McEnany or Kaylee McEnany. <laughs> um, but but they actually, uh, and we've actually had the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. Mr. Potato Head actually came out and said, why are you guys, you don't, don't, why are you worried about your ARs? You need F-15s and, and nuclear uh, weapons in order to be able to fight the government. But then you hear Kareem Jean-Pierre talking about Illinois saying that there's no place for these weapons of war to be on the streets of our cities. So are they, are they showing their hand or is she just trying to get to the next question? That's a great question right there. I, I, I really do believe that the, our, our opponents see the generational cultural shift. They see that Americans are beginning to embrace liberty again, especially because of what happened during COVID. That was like, hey guys, tyranny's at the door. And tyranny has just kicked the door in, guys. It's, it's not, they're not at the door anymore. They, they're, they're standing in your living room, telling your child to muzzle up or, or, or you know, or, or we're gonna stab you with five jabs. And right. so they see it clearly and so they're doing everything they can to try to stave it off and I, I, they're not going to be able to and that's the key that that's what makes me so excited about where we're at right now you, you, you look at them and they it's they, they bear witness the, the, the founders said we find these truths to be self-evident right i find they're stupid to be self-evident <laughs> <laughs> i say that every day i you're so stupid i feel like i have to kick you in the balls right now there's so much <laughs> stupid going on i don't even know which way to go that's why the uh, red voice actually gave me a comedic show to do every night now because it's just so stupid you can't go wrong um and and and, and i'm excited too because i'm seeing multiple generations i did a spaces last night for rvm and and there was a a, a young person millennial who's like i'm just trying to figure this out and i want to learn she is is now in contact with me she's going to try to take over her precinct you know these are the things and i think we need to get back to what government is and what it's supposed to do i believe and and i and i think that most would agree that the number one job of government is the protection of its people period and stop and the thing is is if we actually use that as as the milestone that the, the thing that we put everything else against right life and safety and that's why police and fire are, are highly touted and with the exception of the FBI, they suck. But we we go into a I said it, not Zoe. I'm already I'll, I'll say it too. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes are out here thinking they're Tom Cruise doing pre-crime intervention. They got a prophet in the back. He appeared to intended to do this, so we need to put him in jail because he's a terrorist. What do you, well, you don't know don't, if he appeared to 
you got to be careful, too, because you're an African-American that's got a conservative policy. And you just said that about the FBI. So you're I mean, in a whole nother circle. I, I have internalized white supremacy. OK, I hate myself <laughs> because I believe in a clear separation of powers. I'm anti-government. Right. Because I, I fully believe that we give them the consent to be governed and I'm a terrorist. And because I will actually actively go out as an activist and, and rally people together for that cause, I'm an extremist. So whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm not white, but I'm weight. W-H-A-T-E. <laughs> white, hate, anti-government terrorist extremist, right? I'm not white, I'm weight. You're weight, and you, <laughs> and you, and you, and instead of smelling like cocoa butter, you smell like, you smell, you smell like bullets. Cocoa butter, a little bit. And, you and gunpowder. Look. I know you, dog. You always smell, you always have a nice air of uh, nine millimeter on you. And that being said, we go out there and we, we are fighting this government the way we are. And for all of you that are watching right now, go to my premium after this because I'm bringing uh, the illustrious Zoe Warren. We're going to talk about politics, not so much just about guns, but the politics of what's going on in your local area because you know I'm hyper local and I'm all about that. So make sure you go to our premium after this and uh, subscribe because this is going to be unfiltered. And uh, I'm going to start calling my subscription stuff like uh, political porn because we just let it fly. Right. So, I mean, you have to subscribe to it. Yeah. You know, I didn't know it was going to be that kind of video, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your agent just screwed you. Um, so we're coming back to this gun thing, we find ourselves in, and we have some really good sayings in the Bill of Rights and the, in the constitution, you know, uh, the life pursuit of happiness, things like that. And it, and it seems like in, in the uniparty and especially the, the Democrats, they are literally just stomping all over every aspect of the constitution why is it the constitution seems like it's living and breathing to us that are the flag waving apple pie eating fourth of july loving folks in comparison to the people we have found ourselves to be in leadership or for that matter in positions of authority over us well let me make sure i understand your question we have a dis there's a distinction between like what we believe about how we should live and what the people who ha we have given an exalted position to rule is that is that kind of you're saying kind of yeah that's pretty much what i'm saying okay well one of the things is there is a movement to change the type of government we have we have a government with very clear separation of powers and most of the folks they don't like that we have an inefficient government for a reason, because it's an impediment to despotism. The slower that tyrannical government can move, that we slow it down to the speed of justice, because justice is really slow. Look at the election stuff. You can do tyranny like that, and then you just gotta go along with it and play make-believe, like we got a legitimate president. However, justice goes really slow. And if they're able to corrupt justice, then you may not ever get it. Justice delayed is justice denied, right? And Absolutely. So, but they really want to change the form of government by removing some of those separation of powers that slows government down, which increases tyranny. And for them, to their credit, they just want a more efficient government. I mean, I could say, you know, like that, I could give them the, be the benefit of the doubt. They just want government to be more efficient. However, the consequence of making the government more efficient is a more efficient oppression you can actually oppress people more. And they don't calculate that into their making government more efficient. And so you, you, you even have the FBI kind of joining the game. You got CIA intelligence folks joining the game to try to advance this narrative so they can have these impediments moved out of the way. They don't want a, a, a distinction where they, you know, there's, there are guards in the state level that have more authority than they do. 
And so, okay, if I can't make you do it, what can I do? I can give you some money. I can coerce you into doing it. We can get some of these legislators. We can help them. And, and, and let's, let's, let's talk to the AGs and, and talk to all the DAs and, and give them language that they can use so that they can increase a certain number of domestic violent extremists so we can make the case that we need to grow the security state. And that way we can start moving this money in and create a, a faster, more efficient law enforcement apparatus. And on the back of that, we can do that with the medical, we can do that with public health, you know, we can do that in all these different areas and we can make government more efficient. Doesn't that sound great? But actually what it is, it's called cooperative federalism. It, it should have been called coercive. We have a dual federal republic. They want us to have a cooperative federal one where it's like marble cake, not layer cake, where my son is in, a, in the living room playing the video games and Joe Biden can say, you know, Skylar Warren, I don't think he should be able to play that game anymore. And some corporation will be able to stop him from playing that game. And if we resist, then they can send the law enforcement in to make us not play that game because they have so embedded themselves into our local community. And the FBI, all those guys are in with it. They have taken our founding documents and they call some of the text extremists for that very reason. They say, if you believe in these things that are written in these texts that are the spirit of America, then you are an extremist. And so therefore, if you can make sure that they are in certain categories, they, 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 they love the constitution, they talk about independence and patriotism, as long as you can connect so many dots, then we can actually start interdiction. Yep. Pre-crime penalties. It's like thought criminals. I mean, we, we got, we, we need to learn the new speaker. We're, <laughs> we're in, in 1984. Holy sh crap. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be in prison. Like I as mean, soon as I wake up, my brain would be like, we're going to do so. <laughs> I It is what it is. But I want to, I want to bring up a, 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 a image before we close out. <clears throat> and it's, it's powerful because we talk about the, the nomenclature, right. Of a specific firearm, that of the AR 15, the, the weapon of war. Do you like that? War. That's what that's what KJP said, but you know I'm still waiting for my F-16. I got the we're, 16 because I don't I don't fit in the 15. <laughs> to, to, because there, there's two forms of government like yep. this, bam. So they have called us terrorists because we do not want to sub, submit to their form of government. And when you are in, when you're in Houston, I heard ladies say, uh, "When are your guns going to be important enough to not kill any more children?" Blah blah blah. And and the usual rhetoric of a bunch of blue hairs that are clueless absolutely clueless every time i've done this and it, and the thing is it's based on an ideology of the mainstream media showing these horrific events and anytime there's a mass shooting it's on the same damn channel for four days and just pounding it into these people's uh soul i don't want mass shootings i want everybody to carry a gun I want everybody to carry a gun because how many times have we seen, you know, the famous one in Texas where the, uh, at the church, uh, that man made a hell of a shot, a headshot across yeah. the room and saved lives. Yeah. It's happened over and over. Mainstream will not talk about that for four days. Will they? No, they want to talk about the mass shootings. I do a, a, a segment called the two way for today, modern militiamen spotlight. And we spotlight people that have stood up and protected their community. And even if they just protected themselves, because that's critical to the American form of republic. You know, people need to, I mean, they should pass a bill that the, the, the Keep and Bear Arms Act, okay, where they tax credit people for getting trained. Right, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> because you're actually living to the Constitution. Um, let, me, uh, let me throw this cut up there. Uh, la, 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 la. That's where I lost it. Give me the FBI statistic. Pick one. Oh, I'm sorry? Uh, no, I'm putting a, uh, a, a peaks up here. 
there is the 2021 uh, st- statistics. And, you know, I put the in red there. More people are killed getting punched, kicked, or, or beat up um, with hands and fists and headbuttings than they did rifles. Now, rifles is also not categorized as AR-15. It's actually just rifles. And I'm told that it could be anywhere from a quarter to half of that. And the FBI is currently looking at uh, whether or not to put that statistic under AR-15. AR-15 is not the popular weapon for murder. It is not the popular weapon. Uh, and, and I believe that the, uh, the last one in, in California, Monterey, um, was it Monterey? Uh, the 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 Chinese American that actually oh, yeah. went out Chun-Li. there. Chun-Li. He used a three oh eight. This guy used a three oh eight. Which every <laughs> could you see all the Democrats going? Hey, do we like the three oh eight? What do we do about that? I mean, he killed people. Like, holy shit! What do we do? Somebody look up three oh eight. I could see that. I could see them at MSNBC right now yelling to the researchers. Give me three oh eight. I don't know what the hell that is. Somebody tell me. You know, I could see it all day long. They're like, it was supposed to be an AR fifteen. Can we call it an AR fifteen? Is that the same thing as a three oh eight? I don't know. You know, you can. Do, do, do you see the anxiety I'm able to put out based off of what the Democrats usually do? You know, could you? I totally see joy and 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 Whoopi and like, what's that three oh eight? You mean oh, a different AR fifteen? I don't like it. Maybe I do like it. I don't know. Let's ban that. It's 297 more than 15, so it must be bigger. <laughs> Look at the math on you. Good job. <laughs> but see, there, therein lies my issue. Here we are going after something that statistically, and can we put that back up, the FBI statistic, because I want to bring in hammers. <laughs> I can't. Can I get pick one back? Uh so if you look right there, it is blunt objects. Two, so half, and we already said that the AR-15 is either quarter to half, right? So out of rifles in that nomenclature. But hammers, what, what you know, Paul Pelosi and his, and, his, and his weirdo lover, or whatever the guy was, you know, they had their little hammer fight. More Half of the people that are killed by rifles are also killed by blunt objects. You know, remember the, the game Clue? Was it the candlestick in the library? All right, come back to me. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I, I just, there is the hypocrisy in what they're going after, the big, mean, I think they're racist because most ARs are black. What do you think? Now, you know what? Black guns matter. Black okay. guns matter. And I got, so I got a couple of them. You know, so if, they take, if, they, if they take my firearms, you know, they still got, a, they still got yeah. a little bit of a problem. So, but Your son is a weed and he's going to kick your butt someday. It's you know, no joke. That dude is like, he's been taller than me since like 11, you know? And so I made sure to make him head shy really early. So now I got to do the eye leg. Yeah, I get he's, it. He's good. <laughs> well, I do something different on, on RVM. You know, I always have my last segment is what I'm fired up about today. Well, you as my guest, Zoe Warren, I want to know what you're fired up about today. And I want you to take this time. The screen is yours. And I want you to tell America what they need to know from Zoe Warren. Go ahead. Well, well man, I'm, I'm fired up about the very fact that people are actually getting involved. The people of the of the country not just south carolina i would say the state of south carolina but all over the country it seems they f- they're fed up you know instead of i'm fired up we may i may need to start to show this is i'm fed up right and then all the people around the country that are stepping up into their roles because if we don't self-govern we're gonna have big government you cannot have limited government without self-government it's not possible so we got all these security state rockefeller republicans cheney republicans they want to grow the government they don't they don't ever do limited government 
I mean, they want to just enrich their crony government, right? And so we have to step up into our roles and self-govern so we can have limited government. So I'm really fired up right now at the people in our country who are stepping into their roles. Because if you don't do it, the devil will. If you don't do it, our adversaries, the even, you know, the LG, the, the alphabet brigade, the hate, uh, racial hate brigade, they're going to step up and they're going to become the judges. They're going to become the, the people on the boards and the commissions. They're going to be the, they're going to become the electeds. If we don't step up, who is going to step up? It's going to be people we don't want there. So thank God that people are stepping into their roles. Who better than just people, right? To bear the sword. Like I'm a Christian, right? Not everybody has to be a Christian, but I fully believe just people, anybody who is just, okay, they need to be the ones bearing the sword. Whoever's just needs to be the one making judgments. First Corinthians chapter six, two, the saints will judge the world. You know, Romans 13, his ministers bear the sword. Who better than a just person? It's gotta be, because you know what? Unjust people, imagine if it was like the local youth pastor or, uh, or, 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 or our friend, uh, Jerry Wayne, AR, AR 14 Jerry Wayne, <laughs> that pulled over George Floyd. Right? He's a just man. George Floyd would have died, guaranteed. He had enough fentanyl in him to kill a horse. However, his last couple of minutes would have looked a lot different because Jerry Wayne would have treated him the way he wanted to be treated. When the guy was calling out for his mama, he probably would have rolled him on his side and tried to give him some water. So the last few pictures would have been somebody caring for somebody rather than, you know, stealing there. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm making that case that, thank God, that people are stepping up that are just in order to, you know, to do their duty, to love your neighbor as yourself, you know? I mean, that's all it really is, guys. It don't, you don't have to say Jesus. Jesus made it real simple. He said the whole law is fulfilled in this, you know? Love your neighbor as yourself. So we, if we don't step in, people who do not love their neighbor as themselves will try to make criminals out of them. We'll try to use them and strip them of their money and all their material wealth because they just want to be, you know, ruling class, lords. So anyway, mm -hmm. they, I'm fired up that our people are stepping up. Well, I love being in the trenches here in South Kakalaki with you, none other than Zoe Warren and your amazing family. And uh, you are a wealth of knowledge. And I please ask all of you to go to 2A for Today on Rumble and uh, check Zoe Warren out on his Twitter. We're going to put it up in the show description uh, for Zoe Warren's Twitter. Um, this, this man is a future big time leader, and I'm going to make damn sure of it. I got plans for him he doesn't even know about yet. I got to stay on Twitter, man. I, 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 got, I, don't, I don't frequent Twitter because Twitter is a black hole. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a black hole I'm having a blast in, just for the record. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. Elon Musk has made it a lot more fun for Thugzilla. So that being said, uh, where can every, where do, would you like people to find you? Somewhere that they could come and ask you a question on something you asked or spoke about today. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we, I got a Facebook page, 2A for Today. Um, you can, uh, the New American. Go to the New American magazine, 2A for Today. I, I got a channel. I have several videos there. You can leave comments in the description. You can leave me a message. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on. You are a, a, a soldier and you are uh, somebody I call a friend and a bit of a, you are my, a, a bit of my moral compass since we lost uh, chaps. And uh, I know I can always call you any day or night and you can always give me uh, great guidance uh, as a friend and as a fellow warrior in the fight. So thank you, Zoe Warren. I love you, bro. I love you too. We'll see you next time. You've been watching 2A for today. My name is Zoe. Make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the top daily headlines mailing list so you get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. Thank you for watching 2A for Today.
Sophia paused before the door. It read, Department of Biodigital Convergence. Just inside was a new world, a better world, the one of everlasting life, of no pain, of no loss, of no problem. She entered the chamber and her surroundings changed. She saw around her an infinite field of waving golden grain surmounted by cloudless blue sky. The AI voice whispered gently in her mind, Welcome to the singularity. She couldn't see it and couldn't feel it, but her body had almost instantly been covered by a swarm of tiny gray multi-legged bots that melted through her clothes and into her skin. Not perceiving the nightmare, her eyes had already been consumed and the rest of her body was dissolving as the bots digested her flesh. She felt only a warmth suffusing her being. Drowsy, she drifted to sleep, and her last thought was one of panic. Would she ever wake? Could a nightmare vision like this be an outcome of the much-hyped transhumanist technological singularity? Enter the world of the future as illuminated by the experience of the past and endgame. The new book by Dennis Barrett, the publisher of The New American Magazine, and find out how the disastrous COVID pandemic response fits with the technocratic elite's thirst to create a transhumanist utopia. Get Endgame from shopjbs.org with free shipping with code ENDSHIP, E-N-D-S-H-I-P. Or get Endgame and the Great Reset Collector's issue of The New American Magazine and get free shipping plus an additional 20% off both with code N20, E-N-D-2-0.